Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Wa bihi nasta'in. Wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina Muhammad. Wa ala ahla baytah al-tayyibin al-tahirin. Of course, the 15th of the month of Ramadan marks the birth of Imam Hassan ibn Ali, alayhi salam, the grandson of the Messenger of God, sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. And without a doubt, he was an individual who inherits the most perfect of qualities and characteristics from his grandfather, alayhi salam. For traditions state, that the people of Medina would see in Hassan alayhi salam the character and the generosity of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa And throughout his blessed life, we see that he resembled the Prophet without a doubt in regards to these two unique characteristics. He was known for his generosity in terms of his giving of his wealth, but in terms of giving out of himself and his time far more. Similarly, in his character, he resembles and illuminates those ayat of the whole Qur'an in which God states about the Prophet, That surely your etiquette and your character, O Muhammad, is adim, has reached this height of greatness that perhaps the human capacity fails to understand. God states in another verse, he states, O Messenger of God, if you were hard-hearted, if you were difficult to deal with, if you weren't as compassionate or as generous or as kind and merciful to those around you, your community would have dispersed far away from you. Like we know in Mecca and later on in Medina, that which brought people close to the religion of Islam was just the magnetic personality of the Prophet until today, we love this religion and we love our Prophet because when you look at the books of history and you read the way that he was described, there was this intense sort of attraction that's so easy to sort of find in the midst of learning about his life. When you hear the way that he would deal with the orphan and the widow, when you would hear the way that he would emanate beauty and kindness toward the old and the young alike, that when the Prophet ﷺ passes away from this world, that the city of Medina turned from the city of light into a city of darkness. And similarly, when we take a look at the life of Al Hassan ibn Ali ﷺ, Without a doubt, again, he was that inheritor of his grandfather's legacy. And we learn from him exactly how to live. We learn from him exactly how to deal with others in the way that his grandfather did. For in a famous hadith from the Prophet ﷺ, he states, Al-Mu'minun hayyinun layyinun. That the believers are those who are simple. They're flexible. They're lenient. And naturally, we as believers need to emanate those same qualities with those around us. Small, simple things shouldn't bother us. When someone comes to us and asks us for a favor, we should perform that favor. No worries. 
If someone asks you for advice, give them advice. If someone asks you for a hand, give them a hand. And the same should go for members of our family, our children, spouse, community, more broadly. The believers are those who are ready to serve, who are ready to support, who are ready to help, who are also ready to forgive. For how many a people spoke poorly about the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi wa alihi wasallam, who even treated him so harshly to the extent that they fought battles against him in the early days in the holy city of Medina. Yet when they came to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi wa alihi wasallam, he would judge them only according to externals and not passing any judgment or not having any inkling of doubt of what was in their hearts. When they came to the Prophet and they say, O Messenger of God, accept us, he accepted them. And he asked them to enter into the religion of Islam and he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness for them. And thus it's that character of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam that we see in the life of Imam al-Hasan sallallahu alayhi And on this day and on this eve of his birth, I want to reflect upon one particular incident in the life of Imam al-Hasan that during the course of these days we can take a little bit of inspiration and motivation from. The narration, the narration states, وَقَدْ أَتَاهُ رَجُلٌ فَقَالْ إِنَّ فُلَالًا يَقَعُ There was a man who came to Imam al-Hasan and he states, O grandson of the Messenger of God, I was in the company of someone who was speaking poorly of you. Naturally, when someone comes to you and says, Hey, I know someone who was saying some things that weren't so nice about you. The first question that we probably will ask is, Who was it? And then the second question we're going to ask is, And what do they say? Because we want to know who said it because we are so quickly and ready to respond. And we want to know what they said because we want to get angry so we can respond in a similar way or far worse. Yet look at the words of Imam al-Hasan as he responds to this man. He states, He said, you've put me in a little bit of a difficult situation. Because the Imam salam truly exemplifies that prophetic hadith when it states, again, That the believers are those that are not concerned about these issues. They're not concerned about what other people say about them. They're not concerned about who said what about them. The only thing they're concerned about is their individual journey to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The believer does not cause harm to others. People like to be in their company. And when they're not present, they're missed. That's what we need to be. We need to emanate that sense of legacy. Forget what others say about us. It's not important. He states... You've put me in a situation. He states, immediately after this, I need to go and seek forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for myself and for him. And for the one who spoke poorly about me. Seek forgiveness for myself because we always need to be seeking forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also perhaps because the thought enters into our mind when someone speaks poorly about us, that again we get excited quickly to respond 
to whatever it is that they're saying. But more importantly, what we learned from the Imam is that he's also going to seek forgiveness from the one who spoke poorly about him. Why? Why should we seek forgiveness from those who treat us harshly? And of course, this particular instance, or in these particular instances, there's a lot of nuance to them. But generally, it's a demonstration to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's what is known as a hujja. We're saying, oh Allah, look at me, I'm letting this go. So, oh, oh Allah, please emanate and descend your mercy and your forgiveness upon me because I'm not concerned and I'm in a state of forgiveness toward those who harm me or treat me poorly. Oh Allah, I've also treated myself poorly. I'm a sinner. I'm a transgressor. So in the same way that I'm forgiving others, who is more worthy of emanating mercy and forgiveness other than you upon me, oh Allah? This is what we learned from Muhammad Hassan salam. It's important for us to let things go. Important for us to hold back our tongues. Important for us to, again, emanate consistent beauty and etiquette and akhlaq to those around us. There's potential during the course of our lives, of course, to slip and fall, especially when it comes toward relationships with others. But what we learn from the Prophet wasallam, what we learn from Ahlul Bayt, peace and blessings be upon them, is to give others a chance, is to let things go, be a little bit more forgiving, be a little bit more lenient, be a little bit more flexible. Because when we don't, our lives just become a little bit more anxiety-inducing. They become a little bit more challenging. We don't get to experience the joy of life as much as we should. If we spend less time in engaging in these sorts of matters, we can see the bigger picture. And again, more than that, we have the ability to be recipients of God's mercy and His kindness and His compassion if we emanate those qualities to those around us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Sallallahu ala muhammadin wa alihi al-tayyibin al-tahirin. Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.